welcome to this episode of Hangout with Sujata. And I have Sulena with me. And we are going to have a very interesting, delightful conversation. So I don't want to take away the surprise element. And I will let our conversation speak for itself. So welcome, Sulena. Thank you. Thank you, Sajata. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the honor of allowing me in your space. I am excited for the unfolding of this wonderful conversation. So we're going to claim it in advance, right? So wonderful, marvelous conversation. <laughs> I'm going to play the first song on your playlist, which is Mommy, Mommy, right? Yes. What is heaven? Like. Okay, let's hear the song, then we'll chat on the side. Okay. Touching and moving song. Yes. Uh, I will tell you my views later. Let me hear from okay. you. Why you okay. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. 
So this have, um, I guess that sound kind of give me the warm and fuzzies. And the reason for that is because, so I remember my mom kind of introducing that sound to me at a very, very early age, right? And it's always kind of stayed with me for a couple of reasons. So the number one reason I would say is just think about, for the most part, how we think about debt, right? And it's usually, it's always kind of like this overcast, gloomy, right? Um, kind of somber concept that we have about debt, right? I feel that in hearing that song and then seeing, so I'm originally from Trinidad and Tobago and knowing how my culture deals with debt, I feel like it was almost like a, a symbolic of kind of how, you know, uh, of, of how we, we, we view debt. View, living here in, in the Americas, right? So in America itself, debt is seen in such a somber kind of way. In my culture is very much seen as a celebration of life, right? Because think about it, that, that is such a blessing. Whoever is the person that died, they were actually, you guys' paths crossed. You were actually, what's the possibility of that? That the divine allow that for you, that person, whether that's a mother or a brother, they could have been born into anybody else's, but they were born into your path, right? That was your mother. That was your husband. That was your son, your daughter. So as a result, why do we need to look at it through the lens of this gravely somber, right? Funerals are actually look like a, 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 a viewed through the lens of almost like a party in my culture, right? We're celebrating that person's life. Is the opportunity from people who you haven't seen for however long to come together, right? And whatever maybe that person's skill set or joys if they enjoyed, you know, playing the steel pan or whatever it is, right? Steel pan was actually played at leading up to the funeral. And forget it, people came and they drank and they eat and they had a good time. And yes, it might've been physically we're missing that person, but the memories and the impact that person had in our lives is something to be celebrated. So that is what that sounds remind me of. It's like my mom is explaining to a young child, you know, daddy have physically left us, but yet it's almost like daddy is going to prepare a place for us. He loved us so much that he went before us and he's going to lay the groundwork because he's been here on earth with us and he knows the things that we love. So he's gonna go and prepare a place for us that is going to be an expression of all those things that we love. So that's what. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, uh, like I say about uh, communication, music is also like that, you know, uh, music and communication have one similarity and that is that you can master the language, but, uh, you know, 
interpretation is something different. What you yes. said was definitely, I, I understand that. And what my thoughts were, were that, you know, you said that, you know, when uh, people die, then people you've not met for a very long time, they all come. So there's a yeah. saying in the culture and country that I was born in. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's a little with a twist. It's like people may not come and meet you, may not talk to you, may not be there for you. But for marriages and for funerals, people will. They're present. They'll show up. Yes. Yeah. yes. And it's not always for the right reasons. Right. Know? Yes. Okay? So Absolutely. They will go to see what's happening. They will want to Yes. Go to be nosy. Exactly. Yes. It's gossip and, uh, you know, who yeah. will watch, depending on the kind of. Uh, uh, yes what they were wearing yeah, you know exactly. all of that stuff exactly of that stuff. <laughs> and as for the song that i that i could uh, resonate with you know why because i lost my father when i was 10 and it was like okay. you know if a child loses you know how does the surviving parent, parent yes explain, you know so that yes. it leaves uh, some positivity with the child instead of right like you said you know Neg yeah. the sorrow and all so you try to tell the child that you know the person has gone to heaven and then obviously it's a natural reaction for the child to ask the parent what is heaven like what is heaven like exactly exactly so, so I totally understood you know the song where it because it also mentions in one part you know the sadness of it you know the tear in the eye of the mother yes so exactly. those nuances I totally yes. understood the communication between a parent and a child. And since yes. I lost my father, I could, you know, sort of go back in time and understand that, you know, maybe I asked my... Uh, Your mom, what, yeah. where did daddy go? Exactly, exactly, exactly. I may not yeah. have asked, where did daddy go? But I would have asked, which I always ask when people die, why did they go? You know, because right. True. people die exactly. young. And they yes. don't need to go and there are yes. lots of people who are not really very productive or you know who are very oh, nice exactly but they, yes. but they seem to live on and on and they on. live on exactly and the ones who are most productive and you think they can make such an impact right and yeah, continue to make an impact yeah. those are the ones that get snatched you know exactly. you're like hold on what is going on yeah and this is a question <laughs> i don't ask people i just ask god you know yes i, I mean <laughs> Why? Yeah. I don't Why? Answer and I have to sometimes, you know, comfort. We, we humans comfort and rationalize, you know, with our own thought process when we don't get answers from above. Right. But, True. <laughs> True. Beautiful song. So with that, I go to the next song, which is Life is a Stage, right? Yes. Wow. Let's hear it. Part all these people playing 
Exactly. Exactly. So it's saying that, um, so this artist is Brother Valentino and Brother Valentino is very much so a part of the, the movement, right? So it was uh, very much so like the Black Power movement back in that, those days where all the things that people were looking on at and not necessarily speaking their truth about he found a way to express that through his music, right? 
So he used his music as the platform to speak about the injustices, you know, to speak about the people who are putting up appearances, to speak about, um, you know, all the different things that were happening within the country at that point in time. For me, that has carried over because what was pretty much being said is that re each one of us, right? That life is a stage. Each one of us are playing a part. So now that part may change as we go through life, right? But the bottom line is whatever part that you're playing, play it in excellence, right? So if you're the janitor, be the best janitor, take that broom and clean the corners, right? Exactly. If you, and it's not about perfection, but it's about operating in that spirit of excellence, right? So a lot of times, you know, um, I guess I would say for me, I've always been accused of or, or said, oh my gosh, Selena, you know, you're such a perfectionist, right? And I said, but you have to remember that I grew up, right, with, with a grandmother, being around a grandmother that was a seamstress, right? that actually with every outfit that she wore, she had an umbrella to match that outfit. You know, exactly. My dad was a man that before he sat down, he, he seamed his pants, made sure that it was smooth. So when he got up, there was no wrinkle. So that just carried over into every aspect of my life. That if you're showing up and if you, whatever part you're playing, play that operate in that spirit of excellence, right? Never, it's never a thing about perfection because we will never attain perfection. But always know that when you walk away from that table, I have given it my best. Best based on the knowledge and the experience and the wisdom that I had at that point in time. Now I may, moving forward, Right. And in retrospect, I may be able to look back on some things and say, mm, you know, you could have done better. But what I do know is at that point in time, I did it based on the knowledge and the experience that I had. So that's where the life is a stage comes into play. We all have our part. Exactly. Some of us are putting up appearances, right? Some That's of us what I was going to come to that you exactly. Know. Some of us are putting up appearances. We putting on, we putting, you know, like I, I mentor a number of young ladies, right? And we meet monthly on Zoom. And it's kind of like just a catching up accountability piece. But one thing I always tell them, I said, what you need to do is strive to make that investment in the inner man. Because you can't show up looking like juicy couture with a basement bargain mentality. You know what I mean? You just can't because whatever is on the inside eventually is going to come out on the outside. So instead of making the investment in, you know, okay, I need to have this brand name, this, or this, you know, this designer stuff. Hey, take that and make the investment on the inner man. Because when you make that investment on the inner man, Trust me, right? You don't need to be validated by anyone, right? You don't have to show up 
and feel that, oh, well, I'm going to the presidential suite. So as a result, I have to go and put myself through this expense to put up appearances. For what? Show up as the authentic, apologetically, right? True you. And allow your light to shine because we all have a light within, right? Allow that light to shine. But it all depends on the investment we make, right? On that light within, if it's going to shine or not. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's also, it also depends on our mindset. So when we talk Absolutely. about there are good actors and bad actors, what, I, what I'm referring to is most people throughout their lives are playing two parts one which they put out to the world and one which they are inside. Yes. And that is uh, something not uh, quite cool with me because that means that you are not who you are, authentic, genuine, and you know, somebody yes. who can build a level of trust because I can trust you only if I know that what I see is what I get. Is what you get, exactly, and exactly. That is, that is what I always have done so, that I just be who I am. You yes know? and exactly if, if you want to accept me you accept me as i am as don't i am to, exactly don't try to control me and i'm not going to play to the gallery that's right very clear so but that's very clear yep and that life, has been very clear in my yeah. life as well sujata yeah. very clear exactly. to the point that people are like selena you're just too real you're yeah. just and i'm like how are you gonna put that in the same sentence real and two come on work with me you know yeah but absolutely. So when you say that, you know, people accuse you of being a perfectionist, that's their uh, mindset of, you yes. know, not being able to deal with the fact that you present your best self always, like you always. said. Always. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So the next song is, <laughs> no, the next song is Three Little Birds. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. 
Okay. So why this song? Ooh, so why this song? So I'm gonna, we're gonna go to mm, a very interesting time in my life. Okay. So, um, so Bob Marley, right? Which is the artist there. That was like, how to put it? Like my nightcap, right? It was my nightcap because when I was in my high school years, so like, let's say around 15 to 17, right? For 14, 15, 17, around that age. What happened is I would stay up, I would come home from high school and I would go, shortly after I came home, I would go to sleep, but I would go to sleep and say that I'm gonna get up and I'll do my studying, right? Because, you know, after being in school all day, you're exhausted, I would go to sleep and then I will get up and I will, be, you know, begin to focus on my schoolwork. But Bob Marley was the music that I played throughout the night. So let's say I got home, let's say at five o'clock, I would probably sleep until 11. And then I would get up and I would stay up all night until it was time to go to school the next morning. But the things within the song would really speak to me. I apologize about that. Would really speak to me, right? And the reason why it would speak to me, Sujata, because based on what he's saying, he's saying, don't worry about a thing, right? Everything is going to be all right. You know, I woke up this morning, you know, if God is taking care of the birds and the bees, right? And you are shaped in his image, then what? If he's taking care of them, then what make you think he's not going to take care of you, right? And that's why I tell people that as much as, you know, things may go on in life and I may become concerned about it, I'm never worried. And the reason why I'm never worried, because if the if God says, I already have it figured out, he know the end, right? Before the beginning, then why am I concerning myself about it? I don't know how it's gonna work out. A lot of times because we, we want control and we want to know that's what we tend to lose sleep over. But if I rest in that, right? That don't worry about a thing. Everything is gonna be all right. If I rest in that and knowing that the God that created me already have it figured out, then why am I trying to figure it out? Why am I losing sleep trying to figure it out? So I'm human. I can be concerned. But in prayer, I say, listen, daddy, you have that thing figured out. I'm going to sleep. You work it out. You know what I mean? But to go back to what I was saying, it was a really, I, ha, I, I can't always say I was at that place, Sujata. I came to that place. You know, I came to that place. When I would listen to Bob Marley, the reasoning behind me doing that is because my mom didn't know that my stepdad was actually molesting me. And what would happen, so I would come home, I would go to sleep, but I knew once I was awake, he wouldn't touch me, right? So within the time that I knew that my mom was asleep, was up, I would sleep. 
And then once they were going to bed, I will get up and stay up all night. And Bob Marley was my soothing. That was my soothing. So I would stay up and I would listen to Bob all night until I would stay up from 11 until six o'clock the morning when my mom got up again. And then I would go and shower and get dressed and go to school. Wow. Yeah. So, so that's why. So Bob yeah. Marley is very near and dear to me. And then in addition to that, so my birthday is May 15th and his birthday is May, I think it's 9th or the 11th. So I felt like, you know, it's almost like you felt like somebody's sharing common ground with you. Yeah. And yet the things that he's saying, the message is speaking to you so loudly. Yeah. So it was, it was my way of, I guess, implementing self-healing, self-soothing, you know? Yeah. So if you don't mind my asking you, how did you deal with the molestation by your stepfather because that's a huge trauma which I would say you've gone through but uh, speaking to you looking at you you've done a very good job of healing and of you know not being scarred irreparably if I miss yes. of course you will be scarred and it will remain yes you scarred yes yeah yes. but I had to do a lot of work. I invested in myself big time. You know what I mean? Because I felt like um, what happened is I felt that for a period of time in my life, the same things continue to recur in my life as far as re relationally, right? Yes. And at some point in time, I had to stop and say, okay, Selena, let's take a, a harsh look at this regardless of if you might have been in a relationship in Trinidad, if I was in a relationship in the US, if I was a relationship in Maryland, in New York, in New Jersey, but yet the same outcome. So who's the common denominator, honey? You're the same, you're the same actor keep on showing up in the same, in, in different movies, right? Yeah. But exactly, and you're getting the same outcome. So therefore, you know, just like Michael Jackson would say, you can point your finger, but look at the man in the mirror. Who's that finger pointing back to? So you know what? Put everything, if you really, and it's not even, you know, a lot of times people like to say they're making changes for the people in their life. So whether that's a loved one or whether, you know what I mean? That's a lover or whether anything like that. But I felt that I, I deserve to show up as the best person. And if that required work, then I need to roll up my sleeves, put on my big girl, right, pants, and my shoes and get to work. So I did the work. And I say all of that to say Sujata that I always tell people, I remember this lady saying this, she said, I like the woman that I was. I mean, I, I, I like the woman that I was. I love the woman that I am. But I am so in love with the woman I'm becoming. Brilliant. Did your yeah. mother ever come to know? She did. She did. Uh, and how did that affect your relationship? That your affected our, our relationship. Um, Interestingly, 
So it affected it in pretty negatively. Yes. Because, and I'm sure you can relate to this, because in my culture is all about, once again, putting up appearances, right? Yes. So it's like, okay, think about it. First of all, my mother was pretty esteemed in the sense that she was really the breadwinner in the family, right? So she was the breadwinner. That's number one. In addition to that, in comparison, so she's one of 13 children. You're the one that stepped out and actually got married. And now to walk away from your marriage because of what your daughter said, how is that going to look? Because you are the epitome of a well-rounded woman. You're educated. You're making money. You know what I mean? You're married. You have your own house. Yeah. And then what? What am I going to say to people? So what happened is in, so her way of addressing that was, okay, I am just going to send my daughter to the U.S., and I'm going to stay in that toxic environment. My God. So basically, uh, it is sad because you still came out of it, but she would have been, or I don't know what the status is now, but she would have lived all her life without any closure on any front. Because yes. as a mother, you failed your child. Right. And you stayed on every day with a person who you have to look at, at. and remember what he's done. For what? Right. For the sake of appearance? Appearances. For the sake, for the sake of society. And the society who never ever comes to your rescue. To rescue. You. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they exactly. Can put you up. They can put you up on a pedestal, but it doesn't take long for the society to also put you down. Put you down. Exactly. Exactly. So, Exactly. Getting defined by society is the thing actually which makes the world go round in circles yes. or negative. If we all were true to ourselves and we stood up and said no to abuse, and you know, I yes. that you have to say no, no matter who yes. it is, where it is. It doesn't matter who it comes okay. from. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because if we don't, then we keep piling up like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then all you're doing is perpetuating and just all you're doing is is replicating toxic exactly. one talk yeah and then it's moving from one generation to the next right exactly and that, because yeah that's exactly so i can tell you so that affected our relationship negatively to some extent no i can say that's been a process so I'll, i've healed through that as well yeah. but um yeah, for a minute, it definitely, because I felt like, was that really the best decision that you could have made? Like you, how to put it, you you abandoned me for the yeah. sake of keep, keeping up appearances for exactly. society. Yeah, and, and I'm Sulena, like. It's, Sulena, you are you, but imagine yeah. another person, and I've seen that happen, which is why I took my decision to report abuse, is that you could have lifelong because of this, had your own issues of having somewhere deep down a guilt feeling 
that maybe yeah. you were to blame or you were responsible that's what happened oh no well for a lot yes so for a, that's why i tell you that's part that was part of the healing process yes. because for a long period of time that is exactly the internal conversation that was going yeah. on so well you, you know selena it got to be you something is wrong exactly. with you yeah exactly. you know what i mean exactly exactly so, if so you for went a long if you went yeah. into bad relationships and it broke up, you would always blame yourself or think maybe I had something to do. With maybe it. I had exactly, exactly. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 That you is know. That part. But yeah. I'm happy to see that you're a survivor warrior. Whatever. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I tell them I'm a, a sir, I'm a sir thriver. Sir thriver. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. So okay. the next song, which is Toast. Okay. So that song is um, 
I really think I got exposed to that pretty recently. So maybe about, probably about three or four years ago. But I really, really loved it. One, as a young artist, number one. But what um, Coffee was saying is we have to give a toast to God. You know what I mean? Be grateful every day for the journey, regardless of what the journey may be. That if we just look at it through the, the lens of gratitude, right? And I think that speaks even more so now than before because as far as what and our world is still pretty much in the whole pandemic right the whole exactly but what we've just gone through you know two plus years of going through a pandemic losing lives right people being socially isolated but in spite of all of that the whole idea that you woke up that's reason to be grateful you know, because I always say, as long as I have gotten up, even if yesterday wasn't a great day and life may have been a little challenging and I woke up this morning and I woke up with that same challenge from yesterday, I woke up. As far as I'm concerned, I think I'm about 75% ahead of the game. You know what I mean? Because... Yeah. I have an opportunity to change, to do something, to change whatever that circumstance may be. And change doesn't necessarily mean change the external, but I have an opportunity to change the internal and how I respond to it. And I say that because it comes back again to perspective, right? I always share this story. I said, it's all about perspective because there's this story that says two men look out from prison. One saw bars and the other one saw stars. They were in the same exact situation, right? But they had two completely different. One had sight and the other one had vision. The one who had sight, look at his immediate situation. Oh my gosh, I don't have any, you know, I'm locked up in here. All he was seeing is the immediate situation. The one who had vision said, this is where I am today. But trust me, this is only temporary. This is only temporary. And temporary, maybe 40 years. Like, you know, the children in the world, right? The, the children of Israel, it was temporary. They stayed there 40 years. But it's okay. It's still temporary. Because one thing my mom says to me, she said, even life itself is temporary. We know that death is inevitable. So whatever the situation you may be going through, however long it may be, it might be a 40 year in the wilderness, right? But it's still temporary. Yes, actually this COVID, when people uh, talk about COVID, I always say everything is uh, in context and everything is multidimensional. So, yes. you know, you can, you can look at it, but what I feel what COVID has taught us is a couple of things. One is it has actually shown the human beings a mirror. Look, before COVID, everything existed the way it is in COVID. All injustices happened. 
all domestic violence happened. Everything that you can think of was happening. People were dying of so many other reasons. Even now people are dying of so many other things rather than COVID, but we COVID. focus only on COVID. But mm -hmm. it brought out the worst of ourselves, the way we treated people, the way we went, you know, we withdrew to ourselves, the way when it came to survival, we were only yes. bothered about ourselves. You know, we like to preach a lot, but when it comes yes. to doing, to action, okay. yes. So the exactly. way we treated COVID patients, the way we treated, you know, it was, it became initially like a stigma till very yes. recently in a lot of countries and places. If you had COVID, it was like being worse than a leper. Exactly. True. So okay. true. So true. So, so, you know, it is like that. The second positive thing is for a whole lot of people, and I can at least say that in my experience, it, I think for those people who were just going, plodding along without breathing space, Yes, you know, we're so used yes. to chaotic, you know, you have to run for everything, you have to keep achieving, you have to keep working, you have to, it forced us to shut down. And shut, exactly, Why? it's true. If COVID had not happened, I wouldn't yes. have written my book. I would be right. so, I wouldn't have written my book. If I had not written my book, so then you and I wouldn't have been talking here or That's people would true. have known my story and they yes. would not have come to know what else this thing. So, you know, when the question business like is asked, what did you do to pivot? No, I didn't do anything to pivot. God created right. it. <laughs> and at the right time, my court case finished at the right time, my business shut and I had nothing to do. So nothing to do. Yeah. Instead of mourning and groaning. I yes. decide to do something about it. Look, there's yes. something which I cannot control. Yeah, you know, we right. may have all the data on predicting the weather, but I don't yes. think humans have figured out a way to control the weather. If right. we could control the weather, we would <laughs> exactly. have sunshine in every country or we would have, you know, the cold in every country. We have not been able yes. to do that. We can go I to haven't. the moon and the Mars, but something yes. we have not able to We control. have no control. Absolutely. So if you Absolutely. Learn from nature, there yes. are harsh weathers, there are rainy days, stormy days. Just treat that in life for all the you know life-altering moments that happen. And then yes. a very good example that I can give is because you know it's always in context, right? Like you know, yes. one per one finger is pointing at you the other is pointing the other one pointing back exactly but i have a different perspective on that because that is yes. sometimes to rationalize and internalize that we are at fault no we are not at fault always right right for example if you're walking along a nice grassy patch okay yes. and you're looking at the sunshine and everything you don't look down and you miss a beat and what happens yes. if you fall into a muddy ditch are right. you going to come out muddy and you know clothed in uh, you know all that uh, muck and all that? But, yes. It is not your fault, no, that you right. that it's not that you invited it. It just happened. Then what exactly. do you do? You sit like that? No, you actually go. You wash yourself, take a bath, clean yourself. Yes. The same thing in life. Why do we have to think that every time people? we have bad experiences even if it is recurring does not necessarily mean we are at fault it could be that just by chance or just by something we happen to be in the wrong company for the wrong time. right right Can we figure out yes. this is what is happening i better choose to at least discern wisely before i get it yes that yes. So the lessons we get recurring is basically when we have not learned a lesson does not mean that we are in the wrong 
that we're in the wrong. That's true. That's true. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so next song is Winner. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so let's hear it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Upbeat song. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that is an artist from my country, right? And she's just singing, stating that we are a winner. You know what I mean? I am a winner. And that is a song that I utilize to for a couple of reasons. One, every morning I go through a process in terms of that I am preparing myself that I'm going out into the world and I'm going with the mindset of serving 
in excellence, but in already knowing that I'm equipped, I'm a winner, I'm, I'm equipped to go out there and serve. But I have to pour in to my cup, make sure that it's overflowing onto the saucer. So when I go out and serve, I'm not serving from a place of lack, but from abundance, right? So that's where. So I have to, to more or less declare to myself that I'm a winner. I've already won, you know? I just need to operate in that or execute with that spirit, but, I, but it's already been sealed, signed, and delivered that I am a winner. Yeah. I love that. Yes. <laughs> so the next song, you will win so it's you will okay win. i think that's okay so let's hear it
Okay, it's a very affirmative kind of song. It is, it is, exactly, exactly. So you know how we started off with the song with I'm a winner, right? Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of like me gearing myself for putting on my suit for the morning, right? And I'm leaving out to go serve the world. This one is saying I, right? I will win. So it's a little different in the sense is it's affirming. So it's coming back in and feeling like you come out from you went out into the world you served you encountered some challenges you're feeling a little battle weary right a little wounded and it's like no i need i don't need someone to speak into my life i am an only child right i have learned the art of affirming and encouraging my own self you know i've i've walked through some dark places in life 
I've walked through some valleys where I couldn't even open my mouth to share it with someone else. So I had to learn the art of encouraging my own self. Um, because of my personality, there's an expectation on my life that when I show up, I'm the light in the room. So when I'm not able to be that light, people are uncomfortable. They don't know how to say what's going on, Selena. There's very few people that really know how to approach me in those times when I'm not the bubbly, you know, everescent Selena, right? So in knowing that and knowing that people, a lot of people don't know how to deal with that side, then I have to find ways to affirm my own self. I have to find ways to say, but God, you said so. Yeah. And speak those promises back to myself. You said that you will provide for me. God, you said, you know what I mean? That you're concerned with every single aspect of my life to the point that you know every tear you've saved it in a bottle, every strand ahead, here on my head, you have counted them. You know me. So as much as the people in my life may know me or they may know of me, you know me. You know every single iota, every fiber, every cell, you know, you know me. And you said that I am going to win. So I'm coming back to you and I am affirming myself based on what you said. That's it. Yeah. And I like it that, you know, you, uh, you do that because I feel that we shouldn't get defined by people or no. by the lack of people's concern. When people don't come and actually ask, it's because they don't care and they don't want to land up in a situation where there may be any expectations. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Exactly. So exactly. Not exactly. To look at you and say, is everything okay? Right. That's too much okay. for them to ask. Yes. Yeah. And if you say it's not okay, then the next question has to be, what can I do for you? What can I do? Exactly. Exactly. Which most yeah. people say. So they yeah, don't ask. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So with that, yeah. we go to the next song, which is Walking Free. Okay. Verdict was guilty. Case closed. The end. No chance for me to ever leave this prison of my sin. Now I know it might sound crazy, but one day a key unlocked that cell. I heard a small voice say, Your debt's been paid by somebody else. And now I'm walking, walking. Savior, who knows everywhere I've been, and he's 
Look up and see your victories just up ahead. Cause there is a savior who knows everywhere you've been. And he's telling you that you never have to go back there again. So if you know that you never have to go back there again, then sing I'm Okay, so let's hear it. Significant. Ah. <laughs> is is that the grand finale? <laughs> no, there are two more. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, I sent that one. <laughs> okay, so walking free. So when walking free for me is when you have done the work, right? He, he said, he says, you know, all the things that I've done before, God already knows them, right? But a lot of people love to hold your feet you know to the and continue to remind you of what you was yeah right but when you know that you've done the work um and you are no longer that person there's an element of freedom that you operate in that you no longer need to be validated by anyone you are comfortable in your own skin. You are, um, or you, you're operating in a level of authenticity and completeness. That is like a lot of days, Sujata, I just feel like I'm levitating through life. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, you know, akuna matata, you know, that kind of thing. Exactly. You know, like the lion king, he's walking like akuna matata, you know, exactly. That is how I feel because there is a freedom in not just knowing who you are, but there's enough freedom in knowing whose you are. That is the freedom. Beautiful. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that. So the next one is war.
listen when it is that I, regardless of what's going on and I get into the mode of praising God right praising him because a lot of times we think that we have to um, take your stand about something but it has to be done in aggression you know and I'm like no we don't need to do all of that I just gotta Take my stance, right? Let you know that, listen, it's war, but I don't have to act up or shout or, or curse you out. No, because he already got the battle. He's, you know what I mean? God has already, the battle is his. I am just showing up knowing that it's war and I've already won it. 
So I tell people this. When I walk into a room, I have a decision. I can either be the thermostat or I can be the thermometer, right? I choose to be the thermostat all day long. I'm gonna bring my light. I'm gonna allow that light to shine. I'm not, go I'm not going to adjust because in adjusting, I've never been anyone in my family, close friends can tell you from since Selena is yay small. She's always been, she's not conforming. I, I, it's just not within my DNA. Let me just put it like that. But, but in, in, in maturing, see, I wouldn't conform, but I felt like I had to be rebellious. I had to roar. Now I'm like, no, I'm the kitten in the room, but know that I know my value and I know my worth and I know I don't have to shout to acknowledge, but I'm going to bring my light. I'm going to show up. I'm going to bring value. I'm going to serve with excellence. I and that's so it. 100% resonate with this. Because earlier <laughs> when we have talked about it, you you use the word I'm not a compliant woman, and I've used the word that I'm not a biddable woman. And I've always right. I've always said this that uh, how you want to respond to a situation, that's yeah. your choice always. Exactly. And you know, and uh, the way I see it is that you I like I use the power of silence. I mean, mm -hmm. if I don't want to engage into a negative situation with you, you can keep saying all the nasty things. Right. You can with you. How long will you sometime your steam will go off, right? Exactly. Exactly. And by, and by not engaging with you, I do two things. One is that I don't give you that importance. Because yes. when I engage, that means I'm giving you some level of importance, right? Importance, if I, right. If I, if I don't uh, engage with you, then there is, uh, you know, that means I don't accept whatever you're saying, right? Yes, you exactly. I could be immovable as a wall. Even yes. if it may hurt internally for a little Yes, it's hurting internally. Yes. And secondly, exactly. what I say is that by not engaging with you, I don't also, uh, what should I say, add to the whole thing by leaving. The whole, right. The whole contention. The exactly. thing of adding yes. my bit of words which will stay yes. on you know because once yes. you utter words they sometimes cannot be taken back you can That's say sorry, but still the hurt yeah. or whatever it is does not go away and it will you know some way scar you shape your psyche or yes something. exactly it's a constant uh, thing but if constantly you choose your response when to speak i mean there are times when you have to speak then you speak right but when the, when it is not necessary you don't need to speak. You can just convey it by silence. And silence is a very powerful tool. Like I say, silence it is golden with the right yeah, Or it can be defining if you know you're in a hostile uh, kind of situation and you can pick up the vibes that, you know, you're not. Yes, that is a little hostile. Exactly. Exactly. Some people, yeah. Some people may not say anything, but they're, but the vibes that they give, you feel, you feel yes, it. Yes, you, you feel, feel you feel it. it. 
You don't feel welcome. Yes. You don't feel warm or appreciated. Warm, exactly. Just by glance or a look. Some some people don't yes. have to speak. They don't you. have to speak. It's true. So true. So true. Yep. I yep. Love yep. That. <laughs> okay. So with that, we are going to the last song, which is very aptly titled, I think, "Mind My Business." So let's hear oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> young lady i have seen her this is a pretty recent song i think actually it was last year right last year and um, so it's a last year or this year but it's a pretty recent song but what i really really loved about it so you know how you can take songs and as much as it may have a worldly application you can take that and you can find so many nuances within that song right Yes. That you're like, wow, exactly. So this song really speak to me in the sense that, number one, I have an absolute admiration for the artist. I mean, seeing her as a, where she started, I don't even know her complete backstory, but just being able to see her grow up within that world and still um, in the entertainment world, still being able to hold a certain respect for herself as a woman, you know, to, um, to take the art of Calypso music outside of just the small, you know, kind of world of just Trinidad and Tobago and take it on a national level. Um, just on so many levels, I admire her as a woman, you know, it's, it's almost like I said, if I had a daughter, 
I, I love the direction that she's gone, you know, and I love the um, respect that she sustained in that industry, right? But the song itself now, so, you know, it's like drinking water and mind my business. And I can tell you, Sajata, I only recently returned to the U.S. Actually, this month made it, I think, what is it? Three years since I've been here back, right? So I lived here. I went away. I took care of my mom um, for a period of time. And then I returned. And a lot of times when we're going through challenges in life, that's when you really begin to realize who's truly in your corner, who's there with you, walking that thing out, talking it out. You know what I mean? A lot of people give you lip service, but when it actually comes down to execution and really walking through those dark places with you, oh, forget it. They scatter like roaches. Okay. You're like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. You're like, alrighty. You know, and that was a very, very like eye-opening experience for me. What happened is in coming back to the U.S., so think about it. I came back to the U.S. I am a minority as far as women. I'm a Black woman, a minority. I'm Caribbean, right? And then I am stepping out and starting a business. It's like, hello, okay, really? And you're now more or less starting over. Now I do have, I would say I'm ahead of the game because I was on US soil for almost, almost 30 years. So because of that, I know how to navigate the terrain, but you're still starting over nonetheless, right? But in that lesson, in that lesson in life allowed me to focus. It allowed me to say, for me, the drink water and mind your business is, listen, I am here because I'm not doing this just for myself. I am striving to put a legacy in place for the generations after me, right? As a result, I have to drink water and mind my business, be focused, right? And have that tunnel vision because I'm on a mission, Right, I'm on a mission to come accomplish some things, and I can't get caught up with the naysayer or the people who are saying go find a job, or I can't go get caught up with the um um it, 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 whatever it may be. Right, I can't get caught up in that. So as a result, and I know even some of the people who I have around me, I have to be mindful of alignment as well. Right. Because, you know, like I said, right, we, we are a reflection of the people that we have around us. So I also have to be mindful of that. So that has put me in a place which, but I really tell people, I operate, I love people, absolutely love them. But I operate almost like in a goldfish bowl mentality. I'm in here in my little pond. I have created it how I want it. I like the temperature. I like, you know, it, it ain't too much drama, not too much ripple effect going on. And I'm good. When I have to step out of the goldfish bowl, oh yeah, I love on you. But I have created this oasis, right? Where I know that's the environment that I need to create in order to stay focused, drama-free, right? 
But the drinking water to me is that I'm drinking water and minding my business because I'm staying in prayer. I'm staying in praise. I'm connecting with the creator. I'm asking who you need me to align with, who you need me to love from a distance. Do you know what I mean? So that's what it is for me. That's what that sound says for me. Yep. So for me, I mean, you're 100% right. And some of the words that uh, really caught my, you know, uh, yeah, my yes. Yes, uh, senses was, you know, there's a line there which says that people will align with you or be your friend if you have the money. And it's very yes. true. And there it's are, so true. There are yes. people who will, and you know, this is something which all profilers and all people who say there is no such thing as, you know, uh, what should I say? There's no such thing as, you know, judging, but actually we're judging all the time. There's no well, all the time judging. Okay. Yeah. If you go to any research analysis or data, that also you have to judge after doing all those, uh, uh, you know, research, which is research, on, exactly. right? Yeah. So you have to judge, and then you have to come to a conclusion. So exactly. To say exactly. That However, when it comes to individually, you do have a choice of not judging in a negative way. For example, and this also I've covered in my book, by the way. I have written and said that I feel saddened when people tell me how to live beyond or beneath what is myself. Like, for example, look, I am who I am. I may have what I have. Why would you want to tell me what to wear, what to stay, where I should stay? Should I be yeah. staying in such a place? I mean, what the hell? Are you, are you supporting me? Are you taking care right. of me? You exactly. Know, I have seen people who will tell, Oh, you know, so basically you don't like it if somebody has something. And yes. my question is, drink the water, mind my own business for me means that, look, I'm not judging you. I am not telling you anything or what yes. to do. Unless you ask me my advice on a matter, I that, will not tell you what to do, right? So why yes. do you not be reciprocal and not tell me what to do, what, what to do? do, right? Exactly. No? I mean, yes. it's my choice or it's my destiny. Now, yeah, yes. I cannot be held responsible if I yes. was, for example, born in a, in a place where I had enough of comfort or I did not have to want or be on the streets and all how does it take away from my spiritual self just because I had all that tomorrow yes. when I'm poor it's not going to make me a lesser person it might enhance my character in a different way because of my experience but why should you judge me based on my you know social standing or my yes my associate economic status right yes. why don't you just yes. take me as I am you listen to right. what I say, what I offer, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, and that is not what happens in society, unfortunately. And so unfortunately. that's why I that, you know, mind my own business. Yes, I mind my own business. You will never find me telling somebody how, but I've been told all my life, even till so recently, where to, whether to leave my hair open or not, what to wear, not to wear. Right. And, they you know, always want to dictate the face. Yeah. Yes. You know, if I go I, to, I have even had people <laughs> who have the money and it's not yeah. always about money. It's about your mindset. So suppose you have risen from being in a poor situation. You know, the mindset yeah. stays. I have seen people, if they've come from a situation, even when they have lots of money, Yes. The same mentality of being frugal, or you can call it. Yes. They still, yes. You can also call it penny pinching and all. They will yes. do that. I mean, yes. it doesn't make sense to me. So, Lena, you tell me if you are spending 
in a lavish say restaurant so right $300 just giving an example because I've seen people and then when you could it's dead in the night or it's it's tired it's a long way home would you not pay for a taxi which was $20-$30 rather right. than so take the taxi rather than take public rather than take the bus or the yes. Yes. what yes. did you save yes. in a $2 fare <laughs> when you have spent that much I just yes. it. maybe I'm it, wrong but anyway, my, I, well, my Sajata, I, I can't help you because I don't get it either. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, so, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you want to be there for somebody, then you be there. And why yes. I say this, it's a very good finale, actually, because I want to tell the audience that we don't know uh, so much about each other, but I know about Solena one thing, and I've seen her in action. She never asked me, um, you know, what I have or I don't have. She's never asked me what I earn or I don't earn. But you know, when it comes to health, I want to tell the audience. So, you know, all the doctors, all of this thing will tell me because I'm very bad on it. They'll say, you know, they'll, they won't say, don't you have anybody? The question that they would like to say, they won't say, don't you have anybody in your family who can make you do the exercise, right? So instead of saying that, they will say, you know what you need to do? I think you need to go to a gym and have a trainer, which means that you're telling me that I need somebody who has to do this with me. I get yes. that. But you need to spend money because you don't have people around you caring enough. Yes, who can align right. with you. <laughs> However, I'm saying God provides. Okay. So God did not look, okay, she can, she, God knows maybe I can't spend the money. Or, yeah. and that's fine and probably knows that there are people who are not around me who can provide that kind of a thing yeah. maybe not because of caring but because of other reasons yeah but he sends me a human angel like selena who decides to be my partner for the simple thing that you walk and i walk and we you know kick our, both our asses or cover our backs exactly and... <laughs> so how did that happen so that's my yeah. question that when you have somebody i always say uh, you don't need money to care. You no, you don't. It doesn't cost you money. And you yeah, tell yeah. me it's so simple and beautiful. You're going to walk. You ask somebody, okay, I'm going. I'm anyway going to be walking. Why don't you also walk? And right. either walk together virtually or we can walk and share results and data so that we hold yes. us you know, responsible and accountable so that we can give the push. Have you walked? Have you not walked? Okay, we yes. walked fine but do right. try to walk you know like a gentle right pressure can be so this is what it is mind your own business exactly also be caring while minding your business but be caring of exactly right. of the people and who cross exactly. your path yes yes and those who are going to judge you analyze you define you then my take on this is that i just if I can't tell them, mind your own business, I just take them with a pinch of salt. As you rightly said, then you exactly in exactly. whose company you are because if you figure out that they're not going to add value to you in any which way, in the sense Why? that they're not going to do anything spiritually, intellectually, in any way whatsoever. Exactly. You don't waste time because neither... Why are you wasting your energy? No. Exactly. You That's what it is. add any value yeah. to them. They're not going to listen to you, right? Right. So right. what's the use? Even if I have a wealth of wisdom and you don't want to hear what I have to say, 
then why am i opening my mouth to yes Yes, exactly so it's kind of operating from that place to jackson we have a saying it says live and let live exactly it's as simple as that you understand allow me to be who i am and i will allow you to be who you are and that's it life goes on you know what i mean so you mind your business and i mind mine and everybody's happy Yes, you know that's why, like yeah. you said in my book, I've given so many options. What yes. I try to tell people is, these are the options. This is my recommendation. Which one you go for? At the yes. end of the day, I also say this that most of the content in the book is the same, except for yes. chapter and some editions. They're the same. So in the end of the day, don't go by the. And you can see the cover of the book is the same. It's not as yes, yes. That is there is a yes. uniformity. The content is the same so do what you know do whatever pleases you exactly exactly where to spend your money and how to spend your money i will say that it's not that people don't have the money many a times you have the money you stay in places where i know you have the money you still don't want to then that's that speaks for itself so i'm not going to exactly exactly i'm not forcing anybody to buy my wisdom right i can i want to offer my wisdom so exactly yeah and yeah and god will continue to provide whether you want a penny chink or yeah. not he will continue to supply my need you know what i mean exactly yeah. <laughs> so yes. we come to the end of this uh, show and i think that the discerning audience will now understand what i meant when i said that they're going to enjoy this because you know this was such a uh, resonating of energy of uh, you know soul touching conversation yeah. which i have with selena and i every time we talk and speak there is this you know give and take of a very natural way that's because yeah. we the like and we you know understand life has been we have shared you know rocky terrains in our life and we have overcome it so i guess mm-hmm. that makes the energies it's like if you take two wires and you know if they're the right connect them and if they're not they could be a combustion or a flame or something right so yeah yeah so that is uh, so thank you so much selena for hanging out with me on this show do hang around with each other on many other ways and for which i'm very grateful and i feel blessed uh you know to have you as a human angel in my life and uh thank you so much you're so very welcome and know that the sentiments are mutual so thank you so very much i thank you for inviting me i thank you for allowing me to share this space yeah you need you needed to be presented to the world which i've accomplished yes (laughs) i hope the audience uh, has enjoyed and i hope uh, you know the people uh, subscribe leave a review give the comments because that would be you know very encouraging not that yeah i really need encouraging i'll keep doing what i have to do to right exactly yeah okay thank you dear